Hey guys, welcome to Under the Influencer episode one. I am so excited to be sitting here talking to a mic. I don't know who gave me the mic, but it is what it is. We're going to get started. Um, welcome to the podcast. That's so weird to say. Whenever um, Frank told me that he would produce and edit and upload the podcast for me, I was like, hell freaking yeah, sign me up. That is one less thing I have to do. But definitely I could sit here and like talk to the mic. It's kind of cool because day to day I have like one-on-one interactions with the client. And so to be able to have that same interaction with you, but also to maybe bring on guests to the show is going to be really awesome. So we're going to kick things off and start with a little game that I like to call I'm so fucking obsessed. I'm going to be talking about five things that I'm so fucking obsessed with right now that it's not even funny, like borderline freaking just have to have it. So the first thing that I am absolutely fucking obsessed with is kind of dumb, but it is TikTok drama channels. I am like so infatuated by these TikTokers lives is so crazy. I know all the tea with Charlie D'Amelio and Addison Rae, Bryce Hall, all of the famous TikTokers, all of the famous TikTokers. I am just super into it. And yeah, I need to stop. The second thing that I am just fucking obsessed with is chocolate hummus from H-E-B. That shit is my jam. Like, dip anything in chocolate hummus, and it is so good. Like, low-key, it kind of tastes like bean dip, but I'm not mad at it. It has chocolate in it, so I'm all about it. Okay, so this one's, like, super adult bullshit, but... I really, really have been liking those little like ball things. What are they called? Do you put them? Oh, they're the gain. The downy unstoppables. That's what they're called. I freaking love the way they smell. And it, like I said, it's such an adult purchase, but just spending $13 on these little pellets and throwing it into the washer. I don't know. It just does something for me. I'm fucking obsessed with it. So that my clothes don't stink like shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want your clothes to smell like shit. So not sponsored. Go get the Downy Unstoppables. The next thing I'm going to talk about, however, is sponsored by our sponsor today, Every Plate. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I keep watching all of these podcasts and I just like, I don't know, they're like sponsored by and I'm like, okay, one day, but no, not today. But honestly, every plate is such a really good like subscription service. I don't know if you've ever heard about like HelloFresh or any of those kind of things, but um, every plate, they're similar in company. The only difference is the pricing and like, I don't know, the food's really good. So we've been doing that. I really like it. And I don't know, just for like whenever you want those good meals that maybe you don't know how to cook yourself, go ahead and get every plate. That one's really awesome. Ooh, the fifth one, my last one. I don't know. Let me think. Um, oh my God. Okay, so the fifth, my favorite one, like this is like so love it to death, is the stupid, it's not stupid, but I listen to it nonstop, is Call Me By Your Name by Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X got the people mad whenever he came out with like that whole little meme about the shoes and like having the blood and stuff in it. Actually, I really think that was for real, though. Right? Did you not see that the, the song has been taken down from all the streaming platforms? <gasps> and so he said today that he was going to put it on Pornhub tomorrow. So <gasps> we fucking love to see it. So apparently his song, um, Call Me By Your Name, got removed. But when I tell y'all, that is like my favorite song right now. And honestly, like it is so dirty, but I love it. I feel like gay, queer, and it's like... Very yeah, it's a very liberating song, and like people in the LGBTQIA community, yeah, like it's so awesome, and I love to see it, especially like 
being somebody who like my brother is like <laughs> see i don't know how to say stuff like that my brother's a drag queen <laughs> but um being around that all the time and like kind of like being a a part and being in the culture it's been awesome to like see people like Lil Nas X like come up and like really have a voice and like yeah to show their queerness and to also make really good music and I think it's just so funny that his first song was so popular because like just the platform that he's like built and given himself and for him to be able to you know like kind of like start switching things up i don't know i just like it and i like to see the bitches shook and it's like really you're gonna let somebody like you know what i mean like exactly us women are out there popping their pussies so like i mean come on boys stand up let's do it Okay, so Ivana is now introducing me into the chat. Okay, guys, this is Frank, Frankie, Frankie, former Stein. Oh, God. Okay, welcome to the podcast, Frank. Frank's our first guest, our little sub guest. He's only going to be here for, you know, I'm just here to ask questions and stir the pot and piss Ivana off. Yeah, we're here to fight. Come on. Period. Okay, so I kind of gave Ivana a little bit of like a... um, I guess you could say like an outline just so that, you know, the podcast has a little bit more of like a body to it and everything's, you know, nice and stitched. She got body. But uh, I'm going to start off with some questions for Ivana. What was little Ivana like? Oh, she was a frizzy ass miss. <laughs> little Ivana was the devil in disguise. I swear to God. I was, I don't know. I feel like I was that child that was like oh i'm so angelic but like behind closed like behind closed doors i was like low-key like fire starter you the know what i mean doll. yes that was cool me yes that was me very like smile in front of mom and dad but be like pinching frank and like not getting caught you know i was very like i would say creative okay, you know what i mean what I um loud i would always get like on my report cards they would be putting like number 14 talks too much in class that's when i got a lot but also does not work well with others yeah (laughs) really that's like the capricorn in me though like low-key like what was your earliest memories of making money oh child i feel like i was that like innovative just kid you know what i mean so little things like i would be in summer camp making like friendship bracelets like we don't got no friendship here you better pay ten dollars for a bracelet but i would do that i remember um feather extensions were like a big thing but it's so funny because like people would use like these super long beautiful feathers that they would like buy off of amazon and uh, i was a kid so i didn't have no amazon account but i would literally just get like short feathers and put them in my hair and yeah like literally just getting whatever and if if i thought it was cute i was like fuck it i'm gonna make it a trend i'm gonna do it so i don't know i feel like others would catch on and i remember specifically like having a conversation with mom in the car and she was like what do you want to be when you're older? And I, I was like... all the amount of times I was asked that question. Yeah, well, she asked me that when, when she was driving, and I was pretty young, I remember, but I vividly remember... I'm going to say remember one more time, fucking remember. Um, her asked me what I wanted to be, and I said, I want to be somebody that invents things. Hmm. And I there was never no general, like, oh, I want to be a hairdresser, or oh, I want to be this, I want to be that. It was more, I want to be somebody who starts the trends. Like, I really said that back then. And so it's been crazy to see how, like, now I've been able to kind of do that for my little small community of, like, Riptide Babes and stuff like that. (laughs) Hashtag Riptide Babes. Yeah. So, yeah. Meow. What was your... 
Speak into the mic, get a little bit closer. Come in, come in, get closer, get closer. What are some pressures that you feel like you feel on a day-to-day basis as a Latina? Girl, my back. (laughs) These hips are heavy, girl. No, I'm just kidding. As a Latina, I don't know. Definitely, I've always, um, especially, especially... Um, because of the complexion of my skin, I've always had that kind of feeling of like not being Latina enough. And don't get me wrong, I don't want to be that person that's like, oh, I don't, I'm not Latin enough. No, that's not me. Um, just like really, like I see other women that are like olive toned, and I'm like, wow, that's like a Latina. Like even you, I'm looking at you, I'm like, ew, she's Latina. <laughs> good old but, NC30 for Mac. <laughs> yes. All yellow. And it's like, I feel like. <laughs> Latina women are like at the beach and they're bronze and beautiful. And I go and I'm like a freaking crab. You know what I mean? Like a fucking so, blistered tomato. Yeah, honestly, it's always been my complexion and always people like making comments. And your colored eyes too. Yeah, that too. But you know, she's cute. But I always feel like growing up, even now, I've mm-hmm. always had people ask to so like, oh, like, are y'all from like Mexico, Mexico? Really? Like Mexican, Ooh, like that sounds like, spicy. She sounds Latina. But our mother looks like that too. She's fucking gorgeous. She looks like a latina Catherine zeta jones yeah so i don't know i just feel like my complexion always kind of like this is gonna sound so dumb but kind of like held me back from being comfortable to speak in spanish to where i felt like kind of like i like i don't want people to think i was not dumb but people to be like you're You're appropriating (laughs) you're appropriating your own culture ma'am you need to stop one of them mamas yeah Okay, that's interesting. That's yeah, interesting yeah it's kind of, what, I don't know. Okay, well, I'll say this. I don't know. What pressures do you feel Ew. in... The first The first answer uh-huh. was wrong, so we're going to try to get... <laughs> no, 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 no. That, okay. We're still going off of the next part of that question. What pressures do you feel as a Latina woman in the hair industry up against men as your own boss? Because traditionally, men are so very often the power horse behind the ownership of a brand or a company mm-hmm. in so many mm-hmm. respects not mm-hmm. even just hair but even in like the beauty industry the cosmetics industry okay cool yeah. so bet you want to get into it no i'm just kidding Period. so honestly like i've had even these issues with my own father who was a business owner and you know dad he had his own shop for all these years he was a very successful business owner he actually for those that do not know he does women's hair and now he actually teaches it whatever all this stuff but I remember telling him, I have these plans and these ideas and just coming to him like full force how I am with like the ideas for Riptide. And I remember talking to him about this and that and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And he's going to be like, nobody's going to go to that. Yeah. And I was like, why? And he goes, because nobody would drive that far from out of town to come see y'all just to do hair. <laughs> yeah. And he would be like, well, nobody's going to blah, blah, blah. And so I kind of had to like turn it on him and tell him, not yeah you're right nobody's going like yeah people are gonna but it's not gonna be you who's like a 50 something year old man my client is gonna come over here you know what i mean and stuff like that i feel like that's the (sighs) that is the productivity and the luxury that comes with knowing your demographic yeah knowing your audience or knowing your clientele knowing your clientele and knowing the people that you want to bring into your business and i say it all the time and uh, this is like why we're doing this podcast is because i am not made for everybody i am very like much it is what it is i am what i am Mm -hmm. and we're gonna kick it and vibe or else we're not gonna kick it and vibe 
Um, am I going like off topic or no? No, this is what this is. No, okay, cool. Let Bro, it out. We have twenty. Hey, we have twenty five minutes on the clock. We only had twelve minutes. Shut seconds. up! I'm over here. Question. I'm like just feeling this little mic fantasy over here. I'm like, let me leave it all on the mic. But no, I honestly, truly feel like for the longest time I've been called unprofessional, and I could see why. But also too. I'm I'm just me and that's what it is. It sounds cheesy, but take it or leave it and um yeah, I don't know where we were going with that. I feel but. like when people are given the black dot of unprofessional. Uh-huh. The little I feel, stain, the demerit. The little like Google the, business uh yeah, girl, like the, the little, big, the the little one, the one, one star review, the most unprofessional. The ladies and gentlemen, this is the most unprofessional ladies business and owner. She comes to you all the way from Everhart Street right yes, here. Right my name is Reina, was Hello, honey. It's noise. Yeah. I just feel like it's supposed to be something that's like career ending, but at the end of the day, I just, I think that it's interesting how sometimes getting that slap of unprofessional, for me, for a lot of people, it's not to expose somebody. It's actually, that it means that they're real. Yeah. That they're honest, they're genuine, and, and they that, have no yeah. filter. And I feel like that can be misconstrued sometimes where people are like, oh, girl, I just don't have a fucking filter. Yeah, there's a difference. A cunt, yes, like oh, for too, real, for real. There, the there's a definite difference between just being a straight up bitch and being that bitch. Ah, no, I'm just kidding. It is true. Though. Yeah, but it's true. There is a difference. And I feel like I never want to be that person that makes people feel unwelcome and unwanted because I've definitely been through that. Yeah. And it's not a good feeling, but... Also, too, like, I'm not made for everybody. I know I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I've had some clients come into the salon, and just like I might not be the stylist for you, you may not be the client for me, and that's okay. That's fine. There is plenty of salons in Corpus Christi that you can go to, and maybe you're going to find your perfect fit. And I'm just so lucky and blessed that I have the clientele that I have, and I've been able to meet the people that I've met in the city that keep my business alive and running. And, yeah, I just... Hashtag bless, happy to be here. I think that I had to, I had to really understand that concept too when I started freelancing with doing makeup, especially because Frank's always trying to plug himself. No, I'm just saying, no, I'm just like kidding. when I started freelancing, I was doing makeup. Like it was kind of like you took the luck of the draw of who they threw at you at the cosmetic yeah, counter when you're there sure. working in the mall. Mm-hmm. But it's like when you're on your own, it's either gonna be at your own will or it's gonna be a referral that somebody sent you. And mm-hmm. sometimes, just like in the hair world, you're giving people that it's like, oh, my friend's gonna call you. You don't know anything about this person. Oh yeah, for and sure. We just have to go on the goodwills and the grace of god that oh well if they if they fuck with my girl then i guess that yeah. can fuck with them and sometimes it doesn't work like that exactly sometimes exactly. it's a nightmare and my that's mom just unfortunately a reality my mom sends me clients and i'm like hey um can you not <laughs> like um can you stop sending me people because no just it's stop it work. please I'm if so they work sorry. with you just keep them there at work no 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 and i think also too um in anything that anybody out there is trying to do. This is something that I told somebody the other day in in, in regards to producing events. Mm -hmm. If you're seeking clientele or you're seeking um, financial, like, stability, basically, if you're hurting for coin and you're trying to make things happen, that's the wrong way to go about it. Uh Uh-huh. Because you cannot be in an endeavor being like, oh, I'm doing this just to make money. To make the money, Or I'm doing this to make money because I don't have me right now. No, girl. That's not how you hustle. Yeah, no. Hustling is having it, flipping it, keeping it going. Yeah, for sure. Period. Period. (laughs) (laughs) Double period. So my last question for you today is, what made Ivana jump off the cliff to be her own boss? 
period. So I don't know. I feel like you just get to a point where you're done working for other people. And I'm sure you've experienced that too in like your line of work yes. to where you just wake up that one day and you're like, wow, why did I clock in from nine to five every single day and leave miserable? You know what I mean? Now it's kind of like, okay, I choose to work these hours. And basically yeah. that's what I do. I choose to work these hours so I can live the kind of lifestyle I'm living right now. That's and right. because that is where I feel happy right now, you know? So the cool thing about this industry is that you can adapt and you can ev evolve like basically every single day. That's what I feel like I'd be doing. But um, yeah, I don't know where I'm going to be five years from now, but I like the, I, your face, you kind of like no. a shake. I don't know where I'm going to be five years from now, but I like the idea of being able to customize my schedule, my schedule, my schedule. My schedule. <laughs> but also too, like, you never know. Like, I feel like the summer I want to work like 11 to four because that's what I feel comfortable with. And for yeah. the longest time, for the past five years, I've had to like work to the client schedule because that's, what it was but you know what this year has really been about taking the reins of my life ah <laughs> Such right. but no really like honestly like having a real moment it's been about regaining my life and controlling my work without like it being the opposite way because for so long i feel like work controlled my life and i'm trying to control my work so that's been like a 2021 20, type of resolution especially for people those of us that are out there right now capricorn that are on that freelancer boss babe hamster wheel yeah. because mm -hmm. you just feel like i don't know i think it's crazy because like i used to think that everybody who was their own boss used to have it made oh and no now that I look at we work harder yes and then now that i look at everybody who is like in a nine to five or like mm -hmm. serving in a restaurant all the things mm -hmm. that we used to do or yes, working yes, retail yes. i'm like oh they have it so easy no yeah and it's kind of like well girl what the fuck do you want yeah and i'm like i just want to be famous I, and then i'm like no i, I don't want that I because i'm like be famous. <laughs> and then i'm like no i don't that's not yeah that's not what i'm looking for and i think what i'm just looking for is the balance but i think sometimes people need to understand that like it sounds so fucking cliche but it's so Say accurate it. give if it to give them nothing if you don't enjoy what you're the doing. process and the journey and what you're doing mm -hmm. there's no point in doing it whatsoever exactly. go, do, go, go do something that is comfortable mm -hmm. because for me myself and i being comfortable has always made me uncomfortable exactly fucking familiarity <laughs> breeds contempt and what Ooh, that means is we got a quote yes, quote girl, of the day and what it means is what you're familiar around breeds contempt it breeds you to be complacent okay mm -hmm, with what mm -hmm. where you're stuck. at and stuck that yeah that's the one thing i never want to be is stuck no and i feel like owning my own business i've never felt stuck and whenever i do get to that point where like i think i might be getting to that point because i've never fully been there you know what i mean that's when i change things up that's when i add things to my business that's when i take things out of my business yeah. and i shake it up yeah you can't just and, do that and that's the thing is that people don't understand the power behind a rebrand oh yeah it's yes. completely up yes. to you and it's and it's like it's the same shit that i've been going through recently with like taking a last name out of my fucking drag name and everybody being like oh why yeah did you do that? for sure and i feel like too we're like i said we're always evolving and the way i felt a year ago and even two years ago when i opened the salon is not the i'm not that same person anymore yeah there's 
pieces of me that are still in that but definitely that's why like we started rebranding the salon and it's kind of like now that i have the financial stability to be able to do those things like add a palette wall and add these like shelves and something so simple as paint it's like fuck yeah i'm gonna do that because that's gonna make me happy i'm there more than i am at home and you know what's so funny to me a lot of the clients walk into the salon and they see this big old glamorous salon and they always tell me they're like oh my god your house must be amazing and it's like we have like super like low-key furniture very minimal because it's like whenever i walk out of the salon i kind of want to turn that mode off and i don't want to walk into home decor this boho or like walk into like all of this stuff i just want to come home but we were also raised by by people in our family who have an immense (laughs) amount of style so it's kind of like you can't always just be tacky. It's just by nature sometimes. Oh, like, yeah. You know what goes, but there's a difference between loud and soft. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I totally get that. So we're going to play your last game to close things out. Oh, okay. So Frank's a part of the show now. That's what Let's I'm go. hearing. Frank I'm said, you know what? Honey. Frank said, I, I like to in talk. This I'm still on the <laughs> okay, clock. clock in. Time period. So uh, I'm going to ask you a couple of words, and okay. you're just going to tell me in one to two sentences, and then we're going to keep going. I will cut okay. you the fuck off. I'm about to get in trouble with this one. What do these words mean to you? So the first question. Okay, this is like spelling bee, but yes, like different. The okay, first word Ooh, we is... Should, wait, let's, wait, let's make up a name for it. That way, next time we play this game with like a guest or something, we can have a name. Okay, so this segment is going to be called... Uh, okay, well, wait, what are we doing again? I'm going to tell you a, word. a few words. Uh-huh. It's going to be just like one word. And mm-hmm. you're going to tell me what that word means to you in one or two sentences. We should call it what the fuck and then just say the word. Okay. That's sure. too much. Say what the fuck and then the word. Or what the fuck is and then the word. Do you, that make sense? So like, if you're like apples, what the fuck is apples? And you'd be like, oh my oh, God, like apples that, are like so that, good. Like okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. What so, the fuck is? We're going to go with the first question. Okay, no, guys, no. welcome back from our commercial. No, I'm just kidding. We are playing what the fuck is. <laughs> Okay, okay so the first question is, what the fuck is money? Okay. Okay. Ooh, Two I like that. Girl, okay. Don't be on some um, Money isn't everything. And period. period. You like how I did that one. And then um, money is obtainable. That's all. That's all you're getting. Wait, okay, wait, 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 so wait. No, my <laughs> last one. And honestly, like, write this one down. Put it in your manifest journal. I literally have written down in a journal. What did I put? I am a money magnet. Yes. Period. Okay, keep going. Okay. The next one is, what the fuck is success? What the fuck is success? Success is hard, and it doesn't come overnight. And success, honestly, quote of the year, get it tattooed on your body. Success is sacrifice. There you go. That's right. Period. Okay. What the fuck is color? Ooh, what the fuck is color? Color is artistry and it is hair color and just lived in vibes. Whenever I hear the word color, I think of um, just how you express yourself. And you know what's so crazy is like I don't see like any color as being like ugly color. I see them all pretty. What the fuck is excitement? sorry oh my god i'm over here falling asleep excitement is um what the fuck is excitement i feel like 
I'll, honestly, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to be real honest. Whenever I get excited about things and I know, like, ooh, that, like, got me really excited, I, like, low-key, like, I'll get goosebumps and chills. Yes. Do you get like that? Oh, yeah. And almost to the point, like, okay, this is the anxiety. But, like, my mouth, like, the back of my mouth, it kind of, like, when your teeth are cold and they chatter. Yes. But that happens to the back of my voice box and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. That is excitement to me. What the fuck is future? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, okay, first of all, future's a rapper. Okay, got that one out of the way. Um, future, what the fuck is the future? Oh, say. girl, don't trip me out because you know me, the anxiety gets me. But honestly, it's so crazy because for the longest time being a kid, I would always like envision my future as like, okay, when I'm 25, I'm gonna have kids, I'm gonna have a husband, oh, I'm gonna girl. have a house, I'm gonna have this, I'm gonna have that. But honestly, I keep saying honestly, but. But honest. To be fucking honest. Uh, to be fucking honest, I feel like I don't really see a future, and that's okay. Question mark. I feel like for so long, it's always been like, by this age, I need to have this. By that age of being, and by these many years of being in the salon, I need to have a salon. So when I hit that point, it kind of was like, okay, you already did that. Like, there is not that there's no future, but like, I'm open for the plans of the future. Does that make sense? Okay, what the fuck is cosmetics? Okay, first of all, cosmetics, the word just triggers me. It reminds me of the cosmetic counter I used to work at. That's what that is. Cosmetics to me is like tools to bring out like what your inner self wants wants to portray, but on the outside. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Drama. It's like your war paint. Yeah. Literally, like that's like putting on your armor, period. Okay, and the last one. Okay. What the fuck is Corpus Christi? What the fuck is Corpus Christi? You tell me. You know what's so crazy is like growing up in a small town, we always had to come to Corpus to like get anything that we needed. And it was so cool like growing up and seeing how much Corpus has evolved and changed. And now to like be a part of it and to be in that movement of like people that are trying to make like badass shit happen in the community, I think it's really awesome. Um, Corpus to me is home and I always tell that to all of the clients that maybe aren't from here that way they know that like this community is really good and yeah there's fucked up things that happen here but that's all over the world that's anywhere you go there's going to be that the shitty things like the not so good things but there is like so much to look forward to here and there's like so much development so many good things um but yeah like I don't know just being a coastal riptide girl you know just I know, Corpus is home. Alrighty, guys. So that is it for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in. I look forward to talking to you next time. And thank you once again for listening to Under the Influencer.